have one very important question. You got a remake? Welcome to the Eagle and Wolf <laughs> podcast that is a God, fan he- podcast dedicated to casual, in-depth discussions about Resident Evil and other survival horror games. I'm Eagle. And I'm Wolf. And I've got HD releases. <laughs> Except I don't. Um, Except I fucking don't, which is my biggest problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> that you don't have HD releases? Heavy duty releases? It, it's, well, it's related to the topic that we'll be talking about today, but in terms of HD releases, <laughs> I feel like there could be more avenues for newer fans to get into the classics. You could always find the remakes in 4, 5, and 6, but for whatever reason... Of course, of course, because that's the one that makes the most money, right? 4 and 5? I, I, Six didn't uh, make that much money. No, it cost them the most money, on the contrary. <laughs> uh, today's show is, is it's a little different than our usual uh, Eagle and Wolf type of things, right? Because it's, uh, well, it's, it's freeform more than anything. Because we got a lot of Resi stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. but not necessarily just tied into one game. Wouldn't you agree, Wolf? Yes. So I I just think that we're noticing a trend and this is something that's kind of across a bunch of games. So it's not even just like specific to Resident Evil in general, but it seems as as though this is going to be a thing where we are going to be remaking. I I don't want to confidently say every entry in the franchise, but it seems like we are establishing this new remake canon at the very least. And um, I just think it would have been interesting if like we sat here and we were just like, hey, if they're going in this direction anyway, let's try and uh, call some of the things that might happen. So today we're going to be talking about potential remakes uh, in light of, because as of this recording, the Resident Evil 4 remake was announced. Uh, not yet released, but uh, we're just sort of going with that flow and saying, all right, well, if Resident Evil 4 got remade, what, what else, what, what other games how would they Shit, be? Dude. Like we didn't, we haven't even seen gameplay of Resi Four. All we just saw was Leon. Walk. What are you? What are you talking about? We saw the harrowing battle of Leon and that Iron Gate. Okay. <laughs> he got right through. He, he it took a lot of patience and stealth, and he snuck right through that gate. And that was the most tense five seconds of my life. Um. Now, now, here's my question <laughs> to you, Wolf. If I were to say a game, do I also say the console I think it would be best on? Uh, sure. If you, if you, well, I feel like it, this is just a matter of speculation. This is a very speculatory podcast uh, where we're just going to be talking about how we think they would be uh, published. And maybe we could even dip into how we would prefer them to be published. But I think a big focus on this is like, based on the previous remakes of, you know, one, two, and three, how are they going to handle this? In fact, I think just as a good starting point, I think it might be good if we start with Resident Evil 4 remake. Only because this one's already been established and uh, it's sort of like the big hot button issue at the moment. Uh, I don't know about issue, but it is the biggest thing going on with Resident Evil right now. No one cares about the uh, Outbreak HD releases right now. And fuck that. We need to hear more about Resident Evil 4 Remake. So, And I'm not saying that like as a bad thing. That's totally fine. Resident Evil 4 Remake looks really cool. But I think it'd be cool if we just sort of said, what are we expecting it to be based on the current evidence? So what do you think about Resident Evil 4 Remake aside from the five second gate fight? <laughs> very, very first thing right off the bat, especially with the way the the little video, the vignette uh-huh. that we saw of G- 
gameplay and how Leon talks, this is very grounded. This is very much like I think you said it best when you when you did your let's play of uh, RE three make about Jill being dealing with the PTSD and bringing that more into focus on how a survivor would deal with something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're getting here. Because the OG for Resi 4 was a spy thriller, a James Bond spy movie with cheesier jokes, if that's even possible. Yeah, that's, and, that is something else. And I'll Leon was just so cool. A hundred percent. He was a total badass that at the time we were really into him, not because I we thought like, man, he's got this giant, uh, you know, he's got this baggage from the previous game and he's really working through it. I feel like one of the biggest appeals of Resident Evil 4 Leon is that while we all complained about it at the time, that he was just basically a new character. And this sort of jump started this whole thing of like characters being entirely different characters uh, in the subsequent games. So as you're saying, like they're really making this a more grounded attempt at Leon's character after Resident Evil 2. I can respect that. I can absolutely respect that. Was there anything else but you want to mention we, about that? But don't we lose some of the charm from original Resi? With the shitty lines of dialogue and how funny it was, and now we enter my uh, my my quandary with this game. I want to preface it by saying that I am excited for this game. It looks very good. I'm not oh, in any and no, way. Oh, and no bullshit. Don't nobody gets it twisted. We're buying it day one. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're it's not gonna for- catch Bone King streaming it. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. And I just want to say the hardest difficulty. Yeah, Sorry. well, that's just, that's a given. I mean, that's the only difficulty for me. I like the pain. Um, but no, I just want to say that I'm not buying it just out of pure fanboy blinded, you know, just impulse. I'm buying it because based on the trailers I've seen and with it being a remake of a game I very much enjoyed. In fact, I would say one of the best games of all time. I, I, I'm excited for it. So I feel like I have enough reason to say, yes, I'm confident enough that I feel like I will purchase this game. Now... I'm in this interesting state where I feel like we're trying to have our cake and eat it too, and I'm not really sure how it's going to play out. And I'm going to try and explain what I mean by that, because you touched upon it a little bit earlier, where it's like Resident Evil 4 has a specific charm, and it's not even like a nostalgia charm. Maybe it is a nostalgia charm, but I feel like there are very plain elements, lines in the story, moments in the game where you can just point and say, that is a completely different tone than anything Resident Evil had ever been before. Like just straight up, however they handled their characters before Resident Evil 4, it would never be this zany. People doing backflips and one-liners and Leon's a total Chad, like it's- No, and fucking Leon having a grappling hook and, you know, throwing his knife around and just endlessly respawning on him. And and He's always having a knife. It it kind of, uh, it it supports it though. Like I get what they're doing though. Resident Evil 4 was a different step into a different generation of gaming. And it worked at that time and worked extremely well. And I'm I'm not trying to say that that was a failure in any way, because it wasn't. But taking that into a remake now, I'm just... And I know everyone's going to say, oh my gosh, Bone, you're just hating on it. You love to hate on everything. But no, I'm just concerned because it's something I do love. So 
I just think it's going to be interesting with them taking this more grounded approach to Leon in a story that has like a framework built around it getting exponentially uh, intense. Things You get to the island and it's just explosions everywhere. You know what I mean? So how is yeah. that going to translate in? How are they going to translate the... The whole dude, I, I even I even hazard a guess. Like, is Leon even gonna do a joke? Like, instead of your right hand comes off, he's gonna say, Your right hand comes off. I'm so sorry. I yeah, like saw that happened one night and I'm sorry to hear that your hand comes off. Reminds me of the pain that I endured in raccoon. You see what I mean? Like, is, like that, is that the my, fucking trade-off we're gonna get here? Like, I, I get it, Leon is haunted uh, after Resident Evil 4, but Resident Evil 4 really or, I'm sorry, yes, after Resident Evil 2, but Resident Evil 4 never really touches upon that outside of just Ada. The fact that he has the hots for Ada. They never really go back to Leon feeling depressed about Raccoon, except for, like, the intro, and then that's literally it. And, it's not, kind of and the intro is mostly him taking a shit on Umbrella. Right, and kind of filling us up on the stuff that happened off-screen that really shouldn't have. That giant confrontation with Umbrella that happened all off screen and they crash and they're totally done. Sorry. I guess Chris <laughs> and Claire did their thing uh, from Code Veronica where they took him down through the legal system. But yeah, yeah. And I guess when Jill is just like, this time Umbrella's not getting away with it. And she just fucking like, I don't know, sued him. And it worked. <laughs> it's so fucking, this is a law and order spitoff, B.O.W. unit. Bum bum. Uh, but uh, no, but I, the reason why I bring up all this stuff is not to now. Okay, so this is the thing. This is the smoking gun here because all of this you could say, well, you know, Bone. They'll probably cut out the one-liners. They'll make things a little bit more grounded, just as they've in, just like the intro. And basically, we'll have we'll have the same tone as the intro of the game with Village, you know, with Pueblo and all that. And you know what? That sounds awesome. That sounds like what I wanted RE4 to originally be. But mm -hmm. as a remake, does that, you know, is it actively still a faithful remake if it's trying to be a correction of what, you know, they did? You know what I mean? You're saying like an overcorrection. You think there's too much of an overcorrection. I mean, there's another thing to be said um, in regards to that with the cheesy dialogue. In terms of you playing Resident Evil VR, Resident Evil 4 VR, uh -huh. and they cut a lot of the cheesy lines, even ones that we don't understand why they censored it. Well, that I know specifically why is because they felt as though Leon was sexist, and I, I mean, and not even just Leon, Lewis's line gets cut out too. And honestly, while I personally think that in a rated M game, this really should not be a big deal, considering how the line is, when you hear it, it's really nothing that bad. Uh, but I don't know, this is my opinion, and obviously they felt otherwise, but that's that's why they got rid of those lines. It wasn't to make it more serious, it was to sort of censor 2000s humor. Well, to quote a famous Leon line, uh, women. <laughs> I wa they must have cut that line out too, right? Where where he's just straight up and asks us, women, <laughs> fucking break. You know, you look cute without those glasses. Let me they get you number when I get too. back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, maybe maybe they should have. No, I <laughs> I don't know. But one thing that, and this is the giant smoking gun, and we're gonna get off of Resident Evil Four because I feel like we're spending too much time on it. But this is the big question for me. 
Resident Evil 4's story is not very good. And it's not even really a matter of Ooh. opinion. It's just a matter of like, the way that it's told is that, spoilers for Resident Evil 4, I guess. Uh, Sadler wants to infect Ashley with the parasite and then send her to America like undercover with the parasite so that she can have her fucking head pop and take over America from the inside, okay? And then just basically have the parasite spread from within America. That sounds like a pretty, pretty solid plan, sure thing. But whenever Leon the agent comes to pick up Ashley and take her back to America, you keep stopping her. Sadler, if you just stopped stopping Leon, it would your plan would be a success, but he just keeps getting in the way and stopping his own plan from coming into fruition So the remake sort of has to tackle this topic in a way that makes sense <laughs> Also, you can make the argument that Sadler's trying to wait Till it's fully in his control So he doesn't have any slip-ups and that's why he keeps trying to get Ashley back but then why? Why why yeah. tell her about it and be all super super villain and be all like, "Duh! I put my parasite within you, and soon you shall be groveling at my feet." And it's like, you know, if you didn't say that, <laughs> I would have just left, <laughs> and no one would have thought of anything, and your plan would have fucking worked. But just because you wanted to be a super villain asshole. Your plan has to come undone. So obviously these are the you, things you that bring up. You bring up a great point with Sadler, but what about Salazar? How are you going to handle a dwarf? I, the thing is, is I think he's still going to be, uh, you know, a little person. I don't think they're going to stray from that design. And if they do, that kind of, I don't know. It's, at what point is this a remake and it's more of a reimagining? Reimagining. Yes, and that's what it kind of ends well, up Well, unfortunately, you and I have already discussed this. On another podcast where we talked about the differences between the re, the remake, the re-sequel, the reimagining, And the reboot. But even, and the reboot, the famous one. But we've already had that with Resi 1 remake, Resi 2 remake, and Resi 3 remake. Well, They're all reimaginings of yes. the original game. That's exactly what I was about to say. We ended so up we're getting a reimagining of 4 because... They're par for the course on this. And I think that's what it is. Like that, Capcom has been very smart on the fucking boxes to not put Resident Evil Remake or Resident Evil 2 Remake. They always Unlike just put Square. Resident Evil 2. Unlike, don't you, <laughs> you did this on purpose. You did this on fucking purpose. This is always my comparison because Square is jerking off to this concept. But I have a lot to add to that. Because there's actually been developments with that. Because the second uh, Final Fantasy remake game got announced, and it's called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Fine. Right. Fine. That's a way better title, and it makes way more sense, and I have no complaints there. If you are going to tell me it's a remake, it has to be a remake. It has to be the same story. It has to be the same gameplay elements. And you can add things, but it has to itself tell that story of the original game. But what we found by our conversation of that was that most of these Resident Evil remakes are actually reimaginings. And because they don't exactly faithfully tell the story beat by beat, and they actually take liberties with some things that happen. So uh, it's kind of, Resident Evil 3 is the biggest example, because there's just a lot of things taken out in general, and everyone's already talked about that. Um, so 
uh, with that in mind, I think this is a good jumping off point from here because now that we've talked about Resident Evil 4 and the kind of um, problems that they're encountering in remaking Resident Evil 4, I think that'll be a good juxtaposition to the games we bring up now to where it's like, they've got to make it more modern and serious, but they have a tendency to leave some stuff out to streamline it. I feel this is perfect, especially with streamlining, to jump into Co-Veronica's eventual remake. Okay. Because everyone and their <laughs> fucking mother, okay, everyone and their mother thinks Code Veronica is going to get remade. And I think so, too. I think everyone assumes that. Because I, I, Capcom's yeah, going to beat a dead horse. It's, it's a, a matter, matter of time. time. Because all the, yeah. as we said before, all these games, they're basically going in sequential order. And by the time they get done, I don't know if they're going to do five and six after this. I guess we'll know when they do five whether or not they'll do six. But yeah. all these games are getting remade. But go ahead, yeah. Claire has some really bad lines of dialogue that I would rather they take out completely. I think that Steve as a character should just be taken out completely. <laughs> uh, take me out on a date or a sniper rifle. Surprise me. Um, Fucking, I don't know, man, because I Steve think, would be I like, I'll Steve, take you I on a date. You won't be conscious, but I'll kiss you. <laughs> I think Steve could work. I really do think so. It's just Claire has that cross-dressing line that I really fucking hate. Of course, when you're 10 years old playing this, you're like, oh, shit, you know, how avant-garde. But, you know, that was way... It, it, it leads me to think that will they change Alfred Alexia in general? Because that, I'm not going to lie, Code oh Veronica... God, all of that is cringy. Yeah, Code Veronica, while... I have my hangups with it. I I do think it's a good game. That's a weird statement to make, but I do think it's a good game with a lot of great things, but there is a huge, huge, like transphobic side to it that gets a little bit yeah, like, it's, ah. it's, it's, it's a transphobic subtext going on through from the first act to the, almost the end. Like when Alfred, Al, oh, sorry, spoilers for Code Veronica. Yeah, yeah. It's, when, it's, Al, <laughs> when Alfred dies, that's when the transphobia ends, I guess. Well, that's when you find out that, oh, no, it's it. The real villain wasn't the cross-dressing man. And that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, it, it gets a little bit less yikes from that point forward. But there is a large portion of this game where I don't even know if it's subtext. I think it's just a major coding of the villain that he is... He's a, a cross-dresser, and that's a bad thing. And, like, back to the days of transvestite and shit. And it's like, I, I it, it has that problematic element. So if Resident Evil Code Veronica is getting remade, that is probably going to change somewhat. I don't I would think... love it to change. I, I, I would do I, it, actually. Um, Another thing to change in Code Veronica, the linear launcher. Please get rid of it. Well, hold on. I don't want to jump off because you really hit on a major topic, really, because that is, I really? think, one of the biggest issues as to why Code Veronica isn't getting a remake first, because that's going to take some plot maneuvering to get it to where it's not so yikes on the transphobia there. And I don't I, even think it's the plot. I think it's because Code Veronica didn't sell well, but it was a Dreamcast exclusive and the Dreamcast bombed. 
No, no, I think Code Veronica is a fan favorite, and they they definitely know that. Uh, there is definitely a part of it to where it's like Resident Evil 4 probably, well, definitely made way more and is way more critically acclaimed. So yeah, it's like And no it has contest. way more ports than Code Veronica. Correct. So that's probably why they did it first. But if there was a story element, that's going to be difficult. And I'm not saying to cut out the entire thing with Alfred cross-dressing. That is a major part that he is trying to be his sister. But definitely cut out the Claire line and a lot of the Steve lines where he's like, "What? what's up with that guy? He's weird. And it's like, ah. Uh... Well, Steve lines and Steve actions, because you brought it up earlier, that kissing un- while unconscious Claire. Yes. I, I, I kind of want to knock out the problematic stuff first before we get to linear launcher, because that's a simple fix. <laughs> that is just a, you know what? Maybe have it aim like a normal gun and not like by degrees of 50 feet that make it impossible to aim with. That there, There's your linear launcher fix. But Steve, I think, it, it, here are my fixes for Code Veronica. You tell me if this makes sense for you. All right, all right. For Steve, I think you need to age him down. He needs to be a teenager, like, because he acts like one, he should be one. And he could still so have a crush thinking, on Claire. So what are you thinking, 15, 16? Yeah, he could still have a crush on Claire, whatever it makes sense, because Claire's a super smoking hot college chick. And in she's Claire, she's awesome. So it makes total sense. But but Steve, I feel like needs to age down to match his personality. And with that, that immediately cuts out the scene where he tries kissing her in her sleep and where they actually do kiss. I think we should, I know that's a huge story beat. That's a huge story beat, but we've cut out other shit before. Like, why not? I don't want him to kiss, though. And I don't want him to kiss either. But I know a lot of people like Steve. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's a nice trade-off. Just make him younger. Gets rid of the weird, pervy date rape kiss. As well as the, the one where they actually kiss when he's dying. Fuck Question, it. Question, do you scene. keep the father? Yes. That? And that makes it so much more impactful. Because he's a teenager trying to act like an adult. And he's like, I don't care about my parents. Yeah, They only slow you down. And, like... That would make it way more impactful where he breaks down to being a kid. And I don't know. It it, it has a, a teenager character that's not just a fucking adult. You know what I mean? Like, it, it adds to his character as opposed to taking it away just because people, oh my gosh, he's so cute, Steve, Bishi, whatever. Like, it would add more to him. What, what would be your changes? to Because to, I don't really think of anything else right now. Maybe he'll bring up something else. I would like Chris's segment. Okay, if if it can't be any longer and you remove some of Claire's stuff, I'm just talking gameplay-wise, like the game section. Sure. I'd I'd be okay with it being a lot less than it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't give me more Chris, give me less Chris. Don't give me the same amount of Chris. I, you know, I feel like based on how things have been cut in the past, it's like we're probably not going to get Rockford Island Chris and just jump immediately to Antarctic Chris. Yeah, like, oh, I found this uh, this beacon or whatever, and, and there you go. I just got a plane. <laughs> I, I had just, my connections in the Air Force, and I got a plane, and I just flew For some there. reason, this unemployed cop has connections in the Air Force, and they let him have a Well, because he was in. Jet. He was in the yeah. Air Force. So, I, I mean, it's right, not like but that's, it's that, no That's not how the military works, but yes. Because another problem is... <laughs> that's how it works Resident when you Evil- get in at the age of 16 and already are a veteran at 19. 
Like <laughs> when it comes to these remakes of Resi games, they're all super grounded. And I say that knowing full well that Jill had a rail gun and wielded it and it cracked the floor, but she was okay. Yeah. I uh, like the iteration in the, the original more. Like where yeah, it was same. like batteries you had to put in. It just made more sense, but whatever. It's not a big deal. I just don't know how to fix Chris's segment from a design standpoint. Um, I thought you would jump on that, Mr. Amaltol. Well, the, th- uh, the thing with Chris's segments is that you could make them so much shorter if you just get around one of their biggest like gameplay hurdles, which is just this door needs power. And because this door needs power, you need to go all the way around to the opposite side to flip a switch, to go all the way back around to turn on the power so you can go through the door initially and have that shortcut. It's it's stuff like that, which I feel like has no problem getting trimmed. And all this is going to get a facelift anyway in terms of actual gameplay and item placements and shit. Um, so I feel like Chris's segments will get a lot easier in terms of corrections that I feel the need to talk about, such as the story and whatever, that's that's pretty obvious. In terms of gameplay, all that shit is probably going to get stuffed out anyway, because it's not like Resident Evil 2 follows the same, like, uh, gameplay stuff. In the remake, you have to get the three medallions, which is, like, different than getting the, the one unicorn medal and getting the key from that and shit. Thing is, story-wise, you kind of knocked it out with the whole Steve fix and Claire fix, because Chris doesn't really do anything problematic. I mean, he's kind of just angry the whole time, but I mean... I mean, I would be too if they illegally arrested my sister. No, you just reminded me of one, actually. It's not that it's problematic, but this is a change I would like to see because it... It annoys the shit out of me every single time I think about Code Veronica. Makes Wesker story. power bottom. Like we literally have a Just quick have time them. event. Yes, quick time event. Uh, sex scene. Mash with a. Chris and Wesker. It's it's and I want it to be a callback to the boulder mechanics. Like when you're mashing against <laughs> punching the boulder, it's like a a a b b b b a b a b like that whole thing. Ah, uh, so you're just fisting Wesker's ass. That's right. The whole no- punch punch. Um, but no. Ah, crass! <laughs> but no, no, there's... The thing that, that really bothers me about the... And it's at the end of Code Veronica's story is that once Chris enters the picture, Claire just kind of gets thrown to the side narratively. Um, and what I mean by that is that when Chris gets to Antarctica, you play as him basically getting to Claire. You save Claire. You do one small segment basically confronting Steve... And then after that, you, fl- you you slip some files under the door for Chris and you're back on Chris. And you, you basically finish the game as Chris and it's up to Chris to fight, fight Alexia by himself. And then, because like Claire like says like, I'll fight with you. And he's like, no, secure the escape vehicle. Get out of my game. And she's like, okay. And she runs away and you have to stop Alexia from killing That's her. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I don't see how to do that without making an AI partner type of situation, unless you make Code Veronica a fucking co-op game and you change it from the ground up completely. It gets even worse there too, because like that wouldn't even be so bad if it wasn't for immediately afterward when Chris does catch up to them, Wesker kidnaps Claire and now she's like a fucking hostage and she's just basically a pawn the whole time. Yeah, that's Code Veronica. 
that that's Code Veronica X, where they just let's add more Wesker. Let's yeah. add as much Wesker as possible. And Wesker gets fucking owned by Alexia, which doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. But he gets a nice, sick Matrix punch in, though, in Code Veronica X. So there, there you go. But my whole point is, is that I just want Claire to have a little bit more agency at the end. I don't know about the AI partner. I don't know about any of that. Maybe give you the choice of picking one. I don't know. But like, I just you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I would be perfectly fine if they completely cut out Chris and make them meet at the end where Chris saves her. I I would love like a Chris uh, bonus scenario or something where he's there and he can take over some of the fights. It's a second run. (laughs) <laughs> the, the thing is, is that he doesn't do so much that it would warrant a whole second. That's the thing that makes it so weird with Code Veronica. It's going to be a protagonist switch. I just think I would rather have Claire be an AI helping me or something as opposed to her just not being a part of the story anymore because it's Chris's time to shine. That sucks to me. Anyway, so that was Code Veronica. Are we ready for the next one? <laughs> Sure, I brought up Code Veronica. What what are you bringing to the table? Okay, so um, if I you kinda... say Resident Evil Gaiden, I'm quitting the show. Wow. All right. So I guess we're not going to talk about Gaiden. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you were really going to bring up Gaiden. You don't. I, mean, I don't even point, know the story in Gaiden. At some point, it... I was going to bring up Gaiden, but I figured we'd get through the mainline series first because it seems like that's where they're they're pulling from the most. Yeah. The, the... They'll eventually do the spinoffs in, like, the next 10 years. Or or 50. Who knows? Who even knows? But Resident Evil uh, Zero is the one I want to talk about next. Ooh. Because this was always on my mind. I, I saw some concept pictures on the internet, and I'm not going to lie. I really, oh, man, I really wish I looked up the artists that put them together. But they've been doing some mock-ups for Outbreak as well, and... They are doing some fantastic work. And seeing this, I think Resident Evil Zero would be the perfect spin-off for co-op Resident Evil new series game. That's a dangerous game, buddy. Look what happened in 5. Well, see, that's the thing, though. 5 has a setting and a story that kind of permits for a more action-y, you know, gameplay. So, so then what? Resi Zero would be more grounded horror-based co-op? Basically, Resident Evil Zero would play like Resident Evil 2 Remake, but with co-op. It has the right pacing, like, in terms of, you know, item layouts and stuff. The only thing is that I don't know how they're going to work in, like, being super far from the other player or or how that's going to change the balancing of some stuff. But Resident Evil Zero is already designed for two-player characters provided that you have to change between them but like in terms of like uh map layouts story there could be moments where um you're watching the other player do their segment of the game and they have to come get you or if you're playing single player you just switch to that other character like it is in the original a a majority of the boss battles the second character like rebecca or whatever is captured and you have like the centipede you have to kill the centipede while it's holding yes. Rebecca. Do you remember so the become... name? Do you remember the name of the centipede? No. It's one of my favorite Resident Evil names. He he's called Cent- Centurion. Centurion? Well, I what isn't that the yes? I think it's Centurion, but isn't it also the name for belt in Spanish? 
Cinturón. Yes, Cinturón. So no, get it? He's I, a centipede, I, but he's I'm a look, belt. I'm looking at it now as Centurion. Fine, I took it. Fine, maybe I was wrong, but still, I always took Listen, it as Listen, we like all know you like, you like a little beaten every now and then. I don't even know what that means. But what, it's BDSM, kids. Look it up. Oh, BDSM. Um, in any case, in that case where, yes, there's always a stupid encounter where the, the second character is not available. And there, it makes sense with stuff like the scorpion, the first boss fight, because, hey, you just got out of that room and the other character's still in that little other room. But for for Centurion and a lot of the other fights where the person's just getting picked up, that sucks. Just have the second player be there and actively helping with the boss fight. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And that'd probably make people like it a lot more because I feel like everyone hated Resident Evil Zero because they felt like they had two liabilities to keep track of. We and, also hated you know. Resident Evil Zero for its inventory system and the item box. Lack of an item box. Correct. The floor is your item box. You just have to go back to that specific room. I think you should have both, have an item box and be able to drop shit on the floor. I think there's no reason not to. Um, it just makes things easier, especially when you, you run into that Resident Evil classic problem where it's like, you ran out of inventory space. Fuck off. You could say like, would you like to drop something else? And you can switch. And Resident Evil Zero did solve that problem. It's just they got rid of the item box to compensate. And I don't think that was necessary, but whatever. Um, I just think this would be a great way to fix a lot of the errors of Zero. I think these remakes have a great potential of fixing the a lot of the less favorable elements of the games they're remaking. I'm not How interested in it. Oh, wow. I just realized this argument could be turned against me. Go ahead. I just have a question for you. How would you do Rebecca? What do you mean? Would you change her? To I mean, make her less, up, up here less, I don't know, weak or less whiny? Uh, so they have like a kind of weird thing where she's like the cutesy one and that was never a thing until after well no okay in the original she was definitely that character too but I kind of like what they did with Resident Evil 1 remake where they just kind of made her a like a, a bookish kind of uh, nerd a meek yeah she just seemed she you know she remind she kind of reminded me of like a very serious Velma I, I kind of can see it and that's kind of how I like Rebecca. And Zero does have a lot of cringy shit where she's like, I'm a big girl and you should listen to me. And it's like, bitch. I'm like, an officer of stars. Yeah. You like graduated police academy. Like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> like, why are, you, why are you talking like this? But I don't know. Th that is probably something that I would definitely fix. But I just caught myself in an argument that could be used against me about Resident Evil 4 remake. Where I'm like, I love the idea of these remakes going in and fixing elements that I didn't enjoy. Here's Resident Evil 4 with all this campy shit that I'm saying like, well, maybe they shouldn't fix that. But I didn't I didn't feel like Rebecca's cutesy, like, um, quirkyisms were that vital to the plot of Resident Evil Zero. Resident Evil 4, on the other hand, is all based around that superhero agent nonsense. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you go into actual, like, uh, secret agent territory genre stuff with Resident Evil 4 in the actual gameplay and story. Whereas Resident Evil Zero, it's just a weird quirk of Rebecca, and you just kind of hope she stops. <laughs> Eventually. And then when you play Resident Evil 1 remake, you're like, oh, you're not at all the same girl. What the fuck? Because, because Resident Evil Re 1 remake came out first. Yeah, it did. And she was totally, but, like, serious in that game, and then she changed to being quirky. It was very strange. I think I got one more. Okay. 
and it's it's probably uh, Resident Evil Survivor. No, uh, <laughs> no. Well, it, it, it that game actually is getting a semi like remake in the sense that are you shitting me? I didn't know that. It's it's the one made by Aiden Watkins, and that guy is a freaking genius. He is uh, uh oh reconstructing the, the modder. Yeah, and he's reconstructing it into a third person like standard Resident Evil PS One classic game, which I'm all for. Um, but I think in all honesty, I would personally be welcome a Resident Evil six remake. Interesting. Mostly because I want the story to make some sense. That game definitely has the most room for improvement. So I would personally welcome (laughs) a more grounded Less QTEs. I'm hoping Resident Evil 4 Remake doesn't have QTEs, but, you know, whatever. It's a gameplay feature, according to some devs. I would welcome no snowmobile fucking segments or motorcycle segments in Resident Evil 6. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with a fully remade Resident Evil 6 and you just do Jake and Sherry. Okay, so the thing with Resident Evil 6, in terms of gameplay, a lot of that can stay. In terms, maybe not the QTEs, but like the controls and how it works like that, the dives, all that is really modern and streamlined and could still hold up today. I think, though, the problem with Resident Evil 6 is that the sheer amount of changes necessary to ground the story of Resident Evil 6, considering how... It is out there, and there is no equivalent where people will be like, well, Resident Evil 2 is about a weird scientist who makes mutants. It's like, yeah, but the way that they tell the story is a lot more grounded and less explosion-filled and rapid-fire whiplash than Resident I Evil 6 is eight different plot lines that they have going on that never go anywhere. Fuck me, bud. Remember that segment in Chris's game where you have to, in Chris's campaign, excuse me, with a Harrier jet, you're blowing up a fucking ship. How? Where's the resident and or evil in this? Uh, it's it's that. The thing is, is that I don't want to. I don't want to say that you could never do a Resident Evil like segment on a sh- on a plane or something. I don't want to limit the uh, the uh, the possibility that someone could come up with something really interesting. However, the way that they did do it just feels like a really bad version of Star Fox. And it's it doesn't it doesn't add anything for me. It feels an, like an addition that was put there on paper. It seemed like a great idea to them, but once they actually did it, it didn't really add anything to the actual pacing of the game. I did not enjoy it all that much. That's me personally. But again, Resident Evil Six has so many plot elements going on. Leon, he has this thing where he can't. Uh, he has a hard time getting over the fact that he can't save everyone. This thing that he's already gone through multiple times and shouldn't already be. A concern and is the same issue that Chris had in five and then Chris has his issue where he's oh my gosh I need I, I let my team die which was his whole issue in five again and it and the whole thing with Jake and Wesker's son and the clone and the, there's so many things that I guess you could retell it in a very serious way but it it would be extremely difficult to and by that point is it not just better to just completely reimagine Resident Evil 6 as a completely different game. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. When I when I said remake, I was putting it in the mentality of, 
what Capcom has done with one, two, three, and now four. But that's what I mean. Remake it, remake it from from the ground up and reimagine it in a different light. But but that's what I mean is that Resident Evil Six tries to cover so much ground that like I don't see it as a good option. That's the thing. Like yeah, though, even if we took that idea that they ground it's too big to remake. It's too big to remake and ground in one project. It's it, it took a lot of people to make that game, and there's just a lot of shit that I feel like they would have to piecemeal or figure something else out. Okay, I got a question for you. It's not okay. about six anymore. Sure. But as the DM of a Resident Evil D and D kind of outbreak campaign, oh my! How would you feel about Resident Evil outbreak? Outbreak, not outbreak. It's a baking show now. I'd love Resident Evil Outbake. Outbake the competition. (laughs) Birkin, what did you use? The G-Virus? It's fucking raw! You know, just Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Um, Resident Evil Outbreak reimagined. Like, would you be all right with a reimagining? Because you and I certainly would welcome that more than a resistance or a reverse or do you think it can't work in today's Capcom? I the thing is, this is it's very. I feel like it's so obvious that it can work because it does work actively with the fucking fan community keeping it alive. There are people playing it, so obviously there is a fucking audience for this, and people have asked for it enough. And I think there's no doubt in my mind we are going to get an outbreak something. Now, is Capcom going to circumvent that decision and be like, nah, we don't want to HD release the old ones because they're too old. So we'll go ahead and just fucking remake a, make a fucking file three and that'll be their outbreak, which I really don't prefer that route. But if they just were to fucking port file one and file two, that'd make a lot of fans happy. And it, I don't think it would make a, like, it wouldn't cost a okay, lot. Okay, but, but, but you mean just a port? Like, a bare bones port, or are you no, it would have to like be an r- HD release or something because those games are in fucking PS2, like for 720p yeah. shit. So yeah, they would no doubt be upscaled, but the game's textures do support it. The game looks really good, so it's not like they're gonna run into a lot of problems there. And the the thing is, is that our they they have such a weird thing where I keep saying thing. All I want is an HD release of Resident Evil's one, two, and three on modern consoles. The only way to play that is just to fucking play them on the PS3 or the Vita or to play the original copies, or you could play Resident Evil 1 right now if you have their PlayStation Plus Premium, whatever. Thank you for bringing this up because I really wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Because I just, I, in order to play this Resident Evil Director's Cut, you have to get the ultimate level of PlayStation Plus. But this director cut is different, isn't it, Wolf? What's different about this director's cut? Well, it's a director's cut, but it uses the soundtrack from the original release, which people would say is an improvement. No more mansion basement. I know. It's a classic banger, and everyone loves it, but (laughs) unfortunately, the clown shoes have to step out. Um, which is fine. That's a great improvement. And I, 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 overall, this is a plus in the sense that, hey, so you can release these games in HD for modern consoles. What the fuck then? Because, also, like... Also, I, I really want to know why the fuck no trophy support 
if Siphon Filter, which is a PlayStation published game, and that's a PlayStation exclusive, why couldn't that that has uh, trophies? But Resident Evil Director's Cut, it's so easy. You could just give it trophies. I'm not. I'm not saying that arbitrarily. I just want a platinum director's cut for no reason. No, and I get you. And a lot of people would would say that like trophies aren't a reason to buy a game. And I do see the. Trust me, I see the appeal of them 100. percent It's just Mister, this, you've platinum six three different times. I think. Uh, fuck. Is it three or is it four? I platinum six twice, but then beat it six times. <laughs> so it's it gets a little bit hazy. But um, in any case, um, it's just weird because with all these remakes, right, that are coming out, you would think that Capcom would be like, hey, we're banking so much money on these remakes and their, uh, you know, popularity and that people know what they are and what the original games are. Why don't we go ahead and release the original game so that people who like the remakes can at least see what the originals were like. They don't have to like it themselves, but much like every other series, when a new game in that series comes out, they make the original more available so people could see where it came from. And it's just I, an easy way to boost sales. I'd also like to argue there's a perfect console for these retro games, and that is Resi 1, 2, and 3 going to the Switch. Oh. That is Since, that is the dream. <laughs> look, look, okay. Let's let's look back. Really, Nintendo can't handle without the use of the internet. Uh, Resident Evil Seven. It hasn't gotten Resident Evil Two or Three remake ported to it. Sure. It most likely won't unless we get like Switch Two or some shit, and it can run it at like some shitty frame rate or something. So why not go with a Resident Evil Classics collection type of thing? Capcom just released 10 arcade beat-em-ups in a fighting game pack thing Uh on all all their consoles, uh, on all available consoles. So why not do that for Resi 1 Director's Cut, Resi 2, and Resi 3 Nemesis? People would say that. People would say that, oh, it's not worth the effort. But I feel like if it's what you're banking, all of your rec- like your your I don't want to say recognizability. There's another word for it. Um, but like it, you're banking. If all- you're banking on what came before, offer what came before. Exactly. Ig fucking exactly. If you are banking so much on remakes, at least provide people the context of what the original was. But. That in lies a question. Maybe they don't want to provide that context. But it's even stupider because you could just fucking look it up. No one's stopping someone from just looking at what the games were like, and the fans that want it really want to play it. Plus, on the fucking Switch, they have Resident Evil 0, RE1 Remake, 4, 5, and 6 already there. And there's just this glaring hole of 1, 2, and 3 that are just not there. There's Resident Evil 1 Remake, sure, but like, it makes no sense to not have some sort of port of these games on the Switch somewhere. It'd be, it, it wouldn't be very big. The Switch can handle these kind of games. And I used to believe that the reason why we didn't get these HD releases of the classics were that, oh man, those background images, they're too hard to upscale. Cost a lot of money and it's too hard to upscale. We are in 2022. Um, people are upscaling all sorts of shit. And people have already upscaled it. Yeah, have already upscaled those backgrounds already. Like, 
things have already been done by fans. There's no excuse for Capcom to not do this, especially with how much money Resident Evil brings in. Like, it's not like this is some fucking niche franchise. Like, we're not talking about Power Stone or something that we gotta beg them to pay attention to. Resident Evil is a big name for them. So there's no reason why we don't have this kind of collection. Um, Actually, that's probably the thing I'm most hyped about because you and I, when we reviewed Resident Evil 2 Remake, the thing we loved the most was Ada in Remake 2. Yes. Just how grounded, like, this bitch actually had a trench coat, she was sketchy, she had a cover story that was way better than my boyfriend's loss in the sewers, I'm trying to get to him. Yes. And his name's John. Like, that That feels so fucking, like, B-movie-esque line of dialogue. Well, but even this, then, the, she spent uh, more than a second with her backstory that time around, yes. Yeah. And her being an FBI agent and Leon being super fucking gullible worked so well that I can't wait to see how she is when she's supposed to be dead and how they do that. Uh, but that's the thing, though. We start getting close to how, like, I brought up how Resident Evil 6, when it's remade, there's just a lot of stuff that I'm like, they're going to have to cut it out. And if they're cutting out that much, why even remake this game? I, I don't know how they're going to do the Leon and Ada confrontations, mainly because mm -hmm. Ada from that point on, and I know this is going to piss off some Ada fans, becomes such a nothing character. I'm sorry, but Ada eventually becomes mystery, and that is it. She is there to say, hmm, there's something going on around here, and I'm on the outside of it. And then she just goes away. When you play separate ways, it gets a little bit apparent that they just sort of like put her into parts of Resident Evil 4. They're like, oh, I guess it would make sense that she was here this whole time. And, blah, blah, blah. and that was possibly the most amount of work they ever did with Ada's character. But it didn't do anything outside of just, I'm going to bail him out of the segments where Leon was at his lowest. And that's it. And that's that's her character. So I want her to have an arc. I want her to have like something related to this where, I don't know, it's not just... Hmm, I'm a femme fatale the whole time. Like, I don't know. Give me a little bit something more interesting. At least that's what I'm looking for. I agree with you on an arc. I just don't know how you would do it. That's before. the thing. How would you? In a, in a story like Resident Evil 4, how would you? Other than another separate ways? I don't know. Which I don't even know if we're getting, to be honest. Everyone's really optimistic, saying like, Oh, it'll be great when we get the separate ways DLC. I don't Simon know. Simon Ada. Yeah, yeah. M more mercenaries, I guess. Cause are we like, even gonna get mercenaries, or are we'll they probably just get give mercenaries. It to you? We'll probably get mercenaries. That seems like it's a classic thing that they they kept going even into village. So I I think we're gonna get mercenaries, no problem. Um, the only thing is, we're probably going to get either assignment Ada or separate ways, but definitely not both. Oh, I have an idea for a remake. Okay, all right, sorry. I just, because there's so many different bonus modes in Resident Evil 4 that they're probably going to cut some, and, and that is just sort of expected. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how drastic those cuts are. But all right, what was the Wait, other it's game? Only it's only like three bonus modes, isn't it? It's Mercenaries, Separate Ways, Simon Ada, uh, or maybe is it just those three? I think it's just those three, and two of them are Ada-focused. So and they I, still don't tell a coherent story. I feel like we're going to lose Assignment Ada 
and probably keep separate ways since it has more of a relevance to the plot. Not only that, it's easier with the assets. Correct. Although, ironically enough, Assignment Ada was just super easy because they just reused the island's assets. But in uh, any case, uh, what was the game that you were you were going to bring up? Operation Raccoon City. Uh, so I knew we were going to talk about the multiplayer games at some point. Um, in well, we kind of did with Outbreak earlier, but yeah. The thing with Outbreak, as I said before, I don't think we're going to get an outright remake of an Outbreak game. I think we are either going to get File 3 or an HD release of File 1 and 2 combined. And that would be fantastic, and I will take either one, although I would rather the HD of File 1 and File 2, because I don't know how the fuck they're going to do File 3. So it's more of a gamble. Operation right. Raccoon City is... Okay, um... I don't see anything personally that, okay, you know what, sell, sell me on this. Sell me on how a modern day Operation Raccoon City would work. Well, first things first, we make it purely in terms of gameplay quality less sticky because the fucking cover system is trash. You keep it the same third-person squad base type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but you label it as a what if. You know, what if this squad is, you know, changing things up. Oh, we have Leon and Claire who have defeated our Mr. X. They're way too... They know too much. You gotta get rid of them. Well, because that other than them beating Mr. X... How would Umbrella even know who Leon and Claire are? Well, or you could have them set up, you know, kind of like that one mission with Nemesis where they were fighting Nemesis. But instead of that, you just have them set up cameras to record Nemesis's combat data. Same with the Tyrant. Same with the Hunters. The way that I think Operation Got it. Raccoon- it's Fatal Frame. This fa- oh, oh, goddamn! <laughs> Is that what you were leading up to? It's Fatal Frame where you have guns and shit, but you really have to, like, take video of the B.O.W.s. You don't remember our whole conversation about Resident Evil spinoffs? No, I don't remember any conversation we ever have. Okay, good, because they're not super great. (laughs) But um, on our previous conversation, that was one of my ideas for a Resident Evil spinoff game. It was going to be you play as an Umbrella researcher going into locations that have been uh, that have been outbreaks that haven't been infested. And you're taking pictures to send Ah, back to Umbrella of what's going on. Snap. Resident Evil Snap. (laughs) That's right. Snap frame. Um, Hey, you Pikachu. Either way, uh, I, I think there's a lot of potential for for spinoffs in general. It's just that they keep trying to package it as the gameplay of, of other games. Like, Operation Raccoon City had a big, like, I don't I don't want to say Call of Duty because it's not first person, but it had a very big third person uh, gunplay kind of thing. With Do the you sp- know who the version. devs were? Uh, oh, God, yes. Something six something. Yeah, Slant 6. Slant 6, But they're the ones that made the PlayStation 1 and 2 SOCOM games. Hmm, okay. That explains a lot. That's where, yeah, that explains their style, quote-unquote. By the way, um, as somebody who just started playing uh, Operation Raccoon City for, like, the first time in, like, 12, 13 years, 
It is this year, the 10-year anniversary the game has come out. Uh, it came out in 2012. And I'll have you know, uh, Wolf and any potential people out there, you cannot play the full game of Operation Raccoon City because the other half of the campaign is lost to the sands of time. Are you for real? You can't get the DLC on the modern console? No. You could play the base game and all that stuff. You could stream it onto your PlayStation 5, but it it just comes as a game that's shipped oh because the PlayStation Store doesn't have access to the DLC that was dislocked at the time. The the what's the other campaign with the army? The Echo uh, Echo Six, I think, is their name. E- yeah, Echo Six, whatever the fuck. Those Which, guys on Steam, you can't you do can. that. On Steam, you can get it, but it's like a gamble of whether or not the game will even work when you connect to someone online on Steam. But I don't know. Uh, that's 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 a whole other thing we're talking about. If they were to remake this game, it would have to be uh, slowed down considerably. I feel, in my opinion, for it to not feel the way it does. It's Operation Raccoon City is a difficult one because it's sort of like an other world thing. Um, and, and you fucking hate it. And I really dislike it. But that means it has the most room for improvement. So I feel like it could have that where it's like a squad based Resident Evil game where you're going through locations with the way monsters are kind of strong now. Just maybe not so many of them because you're just fighting like waves in Operation Raccoon City. <clears throat> and um, but that's ultimately- the problem. I love how destructive the environment is, like how destroyed for example, like in the multiplayer, the fucking city streets are destroyed and you have this perfect uh, player versus player versus environment aspect that was revolutionary at the time. You, this this predated like Hunt and predated um, Warzone in some aspects where you just had this player versus player and the environment would fuck either one of you over. Right. You would have occasionally a Mr. X show up or a squad of hunters fight you guys. And the hunter would well, kill, would steal your kill. This is something consistent you know? across all of their multiplayer games. Like Umbrella Core does this, Resistance does this, uh, Reverse has the entire mechanic centered around. Right, but Operation Raccoon City was the first. It was ahead right. of those. I'm just saying, like this is a consistent thing that they. It's a good idea. I agree with it. That like, hey, that's a I really like cool it. element to include. But it always feels cheap for whatever reason. Like. They never give it enough weight, and it feels like you're just fighting endless World War Z waves of zombies, and it just never feels the same. So, um, I want to, I'm going to, because you brought up, like, how would they know the whole thing with changing the story? That's going to have to be a a way more emphasized thing in Operation Raccoon City, because all it really ended up being was like, hey, sightseeing and maybe run into some veteran characters. But you never really did alter the events, and even if it was, it was that one decision uh, decision at the very end, and it just ultimately cut to a black screen anyway, so you really not, never got to see the ramification of killing Leon or something, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't matter. So if you're going I to remake Operation City, huh? Here's, here's something that I would have been fine with, and I hope they consider it in the future, because you know they're going to do what-if games. They're going to do uh, what-if... Leon never survived Raccoon City or I some shit know, like that. because they don't do that. <laughs> that was like the one No, instance. but I think they'll do that. They, I think they will because eventually, you know, Capcom runs out of ideas. But I would be fine if instead of uh, 
a CGI cutscene or something like that. You handle it like an arcade fighting game where it's just like a nice picture here or there. And it just gives you a narrator telling you uh, Leon never got to save the president's daughter. Therefore, the uh, Sadler's plan to take over the world works. As an example. Well, that's as a an something. Example, and you, that's something. Because the game doesn't even bother. Right. But I'm just saying that's I would rather that in the future if they do a what if game. But yeah, for me personally, I like a lot of the concepts in Operation Raccoon City. I just wish it was done better. I wish they just I was, committed I was, to I was it. Bit, yeah, I yeah. They've true. got all these veteran characters running around. Jill is there. What happens if Jill dies? That's a big question too. Like you could you had all this potential to answer those things and it ultimately just ended up to, "Hey, I'm on a theme park ride of Resident Evil, got to meet all the main people." And it it just didn't feel like it was adding anything in my opinion other than look how cool these soldiers are. Um Actually, on that topic, though, I'm going to move on to Umbrella Core, and trust me, it's not mm. going to be super fast, but if they did want to try out the concept of Umbrella Core again, it would have to be completely reworked to the point where it's not even Umbrella Core, so it's not really a remake, but if it was the idea of, you're a group of five hunk soldiers, much like Operation Raccoon City, and your whole thing is you're here to extract a sample, and it's basically like Capture the Flag, but there's another team trying to get the sample first. That could work, but you would have to limit it to like teams of three or something, or even that's too many. This uh, Umbrella Core is a really hard one to work, but if you just were to pace it and maybe ground it a bit more, it might be better and not trying to be all super cool with the brainer and deflecting bullets and I don't know. Anyway, um, and the, I think I have one more, two more things that I want to remake. How many do you have left? None. Okay, so we'll just move on to this real quick. I kind of blew my load already. That is totally fine. I've, I've always been known to last a little bit longer than, than supposed to. Um, even in the games, I survive. Anyway, so Resident Evil Dead Aim, I don't Ooh. think needs a remake as much as I love it. As much as I love it, the reasons why I love it are very much a product of its time and when it came but out. But it would be perfect for VR. I will get to that concept in just a moment. However, <laughs> Dead Aim, um, it, it kind of is a distilled, um, the, the Time camp capsule. It's a dis it's the campiness of Resident Evil four distilled into something that came out before Resident Evil four, like Dead Aim. Bruce is essentially RE4 Leon and, and um, uh, Fong Ling is like essentially just beta Ada, huh, beta Ada. Um, <laughs> Where, where they basically have the same dynamic, where they're both agents and they fuck fight and the whole nine yards. By the way, fuck fighting is whenever you see agents fighting and then they're like, oh, one-liner, one-liner. They're fuck fighting. Um, so they do that. It's like the same exact thing. So I don't think there's anything there for them to really remake and really do anything with. So unfortunately, I'm going to pass that one. However, you know which games really could do well with a, a, a remake and especially a VR remake? What? The Umbrella Chronicles. In fact, the Chronicles series. Umbrella and Darkseid, just the two of them? You would, you would remake them for VR? So one of the biggest things with Umbrella Chronicles is that it reused assets from Resident Evil 1 remake and Outbreak to sort of populate the first-person campaign of Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 3. Um, 
what you could do here is essentially a very similar thing where you could sort of use the assets from Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake and and make VR um not first person shooter, I'm sorry, arcade rail shooters out of it. Just use the exact same well super designed and hyper detailed environments. Just have a camera that goes through it very much like a House of the Dead and just have little cutscenes like you did in Darkseid Chronicles. What I mean to say is that this one really wouldn't take a whole rebuilding from the ground up. You have assets to at least do Resident Evil 2 and 3. Um, Resident Evil 1, you may need to remake the mansion, but I don't, I don't know, honestly. Not only that, but even if they could just port it to the Switch, because the Switch already has Joy-Cons and those are Wiimotes, essentially. No, no, actually. I know, it's really weird. So I have House of the Dead remake on Switch, and it's not super great with reading the gun reticule. Wow, don't, really? Yeah, Fuck. I know. The The Switch uh, Joy-Cons are really good at sensing movement and, and like, specific minute shit for Mario Party, but if you're trying to do, like, a Wiimote on the screen, it, it, it loses all the time. It loses track. Wow. All right. That's, well, that's so that's fun. why I'd rather it be a VR thing. And if you have it in VR, you could totally have it to where you have the gun in your hand and you move it around. And if you go slow enough, it should be fine and not make people vomit. <laughs> Just And not only that, it would establish more Resident Evil on the VR that's not just Resident Evil 4 VR. Because PlayStation VR has 7 and 8 VR. Yes. So... If you do the Chronicles on VR, it's like you're supporting another another section of the fan base that only have an Oculus and they couldn't afford something else, you know? Yeah, and maybe because what I'm suggesting is starting to sound less like a remake of Umbrella Chronicles as more of like just a new Chronicles game that, that is sort of like, it is kind of like a remake. I'd rather it be like... If, if you can't remake the first game, then do something that's like Resident Evil, the Raccoon City Chronicles. And it's Resident Evil 2 and 3 with some extra little bonus campaigns thrown in, in there with some extra characters we never got to see. You know what I mean? And then that would be its own like sequel, I guess, to the Chronicles series while also remaking Darkseid because Darkseid also did Resident Evil 2. Um, and you could do yeah. you could do the Arclay uh, Chronicles and it's just zero and one. It's weird because Umbrella Chronicles, it, it split it up in such a weird way. It's 0, 1, and 3 in that side campaign. And then Dark Side Chronicles is 2, Code Veronica, and Operation Javier. So, like, it, it's so weird. I'd rather they just remake it and put 2 and 3 together. And if you can put in 0 and 1, that'd be great. But I, I just, you already have that engine, that map, everything for Resident Evil 2. So just do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works. And it I'm would glad you say me. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two fucking map because Resident Evil Three doesn't even have a map. Resident Evil Three does. Resident Evil Three has its map elements, and they could absolutely do a rail shooter version of Resident Evil Three remake. Absolutely. And you know what? It would actually be pretty intense too, because in VR you could like hear Nemesis running up behind you or something. You know, like you could do things. Yeah. You or his Spider-Man tentacle thing. Yeah, and I would be flipping around, and you, like, there's a lot of different things you could do with assets that are already there. Um, but in, in terms of like remakes of spinoffs, that'd be something I'd look for for sure. Why hasn't there been a Spider-Man mod of Nemesis? Oh, I'm sure there is. Whipping, 
flipping around like nemesis. There's there's mods for everything. Oh, speaking of, because this is actually on the topic of remakes and whatnot, because as the games get brought into the next generation of PlayStation 5, Capcom, and uh, with all the best intentions, decided to put out a patch for Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake to update them with, uh, I think it was, um, shit, what was it? Ray tracing. Ray tracing, and, yeah. Yeah, and dynamic lighting, and a lot of shit that actually is an improvement. Cool. However, I'm always one that would rather it be some sort of different release that you can, like, download as a DLC or or some sort of different thing that is separate from the original game because a lot of mods and a lot of people like to play games as they came out. Granted, not like, oh, I need it with no bug fixes at all. I'm just saying that there's, it's the George Lucas thing, you know, where it's like, you could go back and add all these special effects to the original, but some people right. don't want that. Just give us the option. I'm not saying you can't do it. Just give us the option to have the original. Yeah, because apparently all the modders have to remake the modder, the mods that they made. Because, with, yeah. This. The none of them really do apply or, or work with it. But on top of that, a lot of people are experiencing lighting issues and hair issues uh, with the games with their current uh, system specs. So Capcom actually did the good thing here, and I will absolutely give props to Capcom where it's due, and provided the option to roll it back to the original release without all those additions as the beta mode. Because Steam has a function that lets you roll uh um opt to be a part of the beta of a game as dead by daylight does this a lot with the ptb the player test build you just go on the drop down click beta and then you're now loaded into this specific build of the game i don't know why more games don't take advantage of this and provide us with multiple builds of the game especially if it's already on our systems and on the database already right. and all you're doing is roll backing um, and what they did was exactly that. So you could roll it back and play it with the original specs and it, all the mods work still. So that has to be something moving forward in terms of like preserving these remakes and providing HD releases. Like I am all here for updates, but give us a way to play without it. If possible, I would appreciate it. Well, um, talk, talking about appreciating it, I think. I think that's it. <laughs> no. I don't know any other When you appreciate something, you have to keep making sequels for it. You can't just let it die, all right? And if it, <laughs> if it does die, it has to die a long, excruciating death. Silent Hill. All right, everyone. Oh, uh, <laughs> but before we go, I just want to say one thing. Naughty Dog, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about Last of Us Part 1. Why are you remaking a game that's from the PS3 that was remastered for the PS4 to remake it for the PS5? Fuck off. Do something new. Jesus. Okay, so I guess we're going to have a little bit of a discussion <laughs> on, on remakes Games that stuff. shouldn't be remade, Last of Us. That's the thing, though, is that I thought about it, and while I personally am like, uh, you know, Last of Us still holds up, I really don't think it needs a remake, that doesn't mean there can't be. And... While I kind of disagree with the idea, I don't want to limit or stifle... Because, again, like, it's the same thing with Resident Evil 4, where it's like, I don't know how they're going to write the story without the campy bullshit, but I'm not going to say it's impossible. So, if they want to remake it, and they feel like they have something new to show, they can absolutely do that. Now... I really want people, though, to look at that and say, do I need to buy this version? Has it? You're going to get diminishing returns on remakes no matter what. 
especially if you do it uh, so quickly. The more time in between a remake, the more excitement, the more hype it's going to have. So, How can I miss yeah. you if you don't go away? Exactly. So they could totally do this, but I just hope they know what they're doing. <laughs> also, games that shouldn't be remade, Resident Evil 1 remake. I know there's people out there that want it remade in the RE engine and played like Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake with the over the shoulder. No. Resident Evil 1 remake is a fucking flawless game. So, it, um I agree, but Oh no. But oh, no. but I'm I'm gonna walk off this set. No no fucking... there's there are bone predictions. They're different from bone butts and different from bone boxes or anything. Bone predictions where I feel like the nest the 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 possible trajectory of this is they remake four, they decide to do either Code Veronica or five, and if they pick five, then Code Veronica's not getting a remake for a while, sorry. But once they, they do all of those, five, Code Veronica, six, I have a feeling the last remake we're going to get is Resident Evil 1 again. I'm sorry. Please don't. It just makes sense, because it was too soon to remake it around RE2 remakes time or whatever for us to go back, because we're going back narratively. But if we just go all the way across and end up on the other side, that makes way more sense from a publisher standpoint. And it right. would add an it, it's enough time for improvements. And potentially you could do Resident Evil 2 again. And I don't want to do I don't think Capcom should do this, but they might just remake the same five games over and over again. <laughs> God, I would fucking hate that. But, but they, they would have my money every time. But they would definitely have new releases, though, because it's not like they stopped. They definitely still put out Village, so yeah, they got stuff. This, despite despite how how you felt about Village, it it is a game that did come out. They they did put some effort, and they're even doubling up on the effort with the DLC and whatnot. So right. even if you don't like the idea of remakes and anything that we brought up here and discussed. Um, just know that Capcom has no problem um, just trying random shit, which I I have qualms with, but I g genuinely do appreciate that part of them. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. It doesn't always you, stick, you, but... You hate how fragmented it is, how thrown against the wall and see what sticks it is, mm -hmm. but you do like the attempts of trying something new, which is more than what you could say for Konami. Correct. It, it's not just the exact same thing over and over again. And I know I'm always one to say that I want, oh, different survivors trying to escape from different places. Like, that's fun for me. But if they were trying to get like, I don't want, what series do I throw under the rug here that has like habitual yearly releases and shit, where it's like kind of interchangeable with the characters and it, it, they end up just using the same ones and they're going through the exact same arcs again. And that's kind of why five and six didn't work so well narratively for me. Chris is going through the same shit twice. Like, did he not get over this in five? Like, come on. So I, I, I appreciate the werewolves. I appreciate the random shit. And for the most part, they they sometimes get it to work. Not completely, but some of it. And I appreciate that. And I just hope one day we can come back to zombies. I, I don't know. Either way. I miss uh, zombies. Yeah. I miss zombies. I know. Zombies uh, are always a good enemy. I think that's it, buddy. I think we had a good show. Uh, please let us know 
uh, what you guys thought of our show and what do you guys think should be remade or how it should be remade. Um, my Twitter is at Adrian Dooliness. And uh, my Twitter is at BoneKingTV. And if you'd like to yell at us collectively, we are at Eagle and Wolf POD. That's Eagle and Wolf POD on Twitter. Um, we are so totally down to respond to people and we're always down to hear some ideas for next topics. Uh, we're thinking about branching out to some other franchises. I know we've been trying to, we've been basically hitting up Resident Evil the most, but we do say that we cover other survival horror games. So we were thinking we might. I've been might trying. I've been trying. You know what should be remade? Dino fucking crisis. God that, damn it. Oh my God. We're going to, okay. You know, forget this episode. We're just going to start an entirely new one on like other survival horror games that need to be remade. Also, also just hear us out in about episode 20 which is like two years from now, we're going to, we're going to branch off and become the Eagle and Wolf band. And oh we're God. a cover band of pod. I'm so alive for the very first time. First off, their name is POD. Uh, you say you the letters. You said POD. You said Eagle and Wolf POD. Well, because I wanted them to fucking <laughs> not miss it if they put pod and they think it's an extra D. I don't know. Either way, I uh, really appreciate y'all for listening. Let us know what you think of the podcast and where you, what you'd like to see. We're totally desperate to hear from you. Um, and we'll see you next time on the Eagle and Wolf Show. Bye.